Are we we're, rolling? We're light. Hey, yeah, oh, we're rolling. Okay. okay. It's actually already happening. Hey, what's up, cheaters? Welcome back to the Cheat Day Show. Oh, My name cheaters. is Ryan Reese. I am joined today by Mehran. Hi. Uh, Cheating. Also on uh, tech, we got John Vogel. And our special guest today is Moses Storm, a comedian, actor, writer, performer. Everything. Just done everything. He's quite busy being everything. Including yeah. injured. Yeah. Right? Incredibly injured. Why are you so injured? Uh, well, this is a hand injury from, uh, we were on set, and uh-huh. one of the sets that they built, the, it was, uh, the gag, it's a Hotep escape room. Okay. So, uh, I'm the only white guy on this show, coming to Hulu, uh, a sign fell on me. Just during the rehearsal, <laughs> uh, a big wooden sign that said "Hotep" fell, How fell on me. How big a sign? Um, this would be great for the listeners, but I would say as big as uh, as that entire mirror. that entire mirror. Okay, so entire what, mirror. what he is pointing at is like a ten foot by five foot, yeah, or four foot. Uh, mirror. We I got, guess, we, we, I got guess vid- we got video. I brought it for clip. the blind. The blind also <laughs> listen yeah. to our show. And, and then they put the sign back up. And if this happened in a sketch, you'd be like, oh, that's too heavy handed. Uh, they put the sign back up. Uh, after I was told that it was, uh, we put reinforced Velcro on that. Um, then they finally put it in with screws. And then the next rehearsal, they uh, uh, just the P. A metal P from the Hotep sign fell on me. Again? Yes. Did anyone else get injured on this set? Not at all. So now, that was just the did one. Did anyone thing. give a shit? Yeah. You have to fill out an incident report <laughs> and uh, like a, a representative from SAG comes and you like fill out like a, essentially a police report. But with the SAG, SAG has cops. never done jack shit for me. I'm just putting that out yeah. into the universe. So did I, someone actually showed up? Yeah, but it, it was a lot of uh, pulling teeth to get there. Okay. And, uh, the, the SAG rep is there to represent actors. So if you do have an issue of like, hey, I'm being bullied on this set, yeah. I'm being harassed. Or they're just not respecting our lunch hour. But you had a real injury, so they were confused. Yes, <laughs> they're like, we don't. Sorry, I mean, but you're emotionally, you're okay. Oh, usually uh, I deal with actors. I complain there's not enough light on them, so we don't know how to <laughs> handle this, which is the thing that happens all the time. Um, but they, our SAG rep is very awkward to the point where I don't feel comfortable actually expressing myself to him if there's ever an issue. What's he like? He's got the most awkward energy where he's just like constantly apologizing for his existence. Okay, that's fine. Right, like completely uncomfortable in his body. And this is someone you should be able to confide in. And he only comes out when we're on location. Mm-hmm. And he never pulls us aside. He shouts over the entire video village where all the directors and producers hang out. <laughs> and it's like, if you guys have any issues, you let me know. And I'm sorry, I'm alive. And uh, just, you know, is everything good today? So you don't feel comfortable complaining or airing any grievances because you know it's not anonymous. Th- this is going to sound crazy, but it sounds like he could, he would benefit from like a, a dom. Yeah. Can you give him dom energy? A this what? Is a what? Like dom energy. Yes. Yes, he definitely needs that. Can you do that? Or just to watch those like weird you? alpha male TikToks of like how to be a, an alpha male. Do you need... Do, I'm saying like it's not that he uh, isn't an alpha male. I'm saying can you, would you ever alpha him into being the, the man you need? I alpha him into being a dom? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you dom him you could. into okay. just doing things for you. Yeah, I don't think I have that in me. I would that. I would also the, be apologizing for the whip. 
<laughs> Asked him if he wants to try different sizes of the whip. Now, when I you mean, got, he's the only yeah. white guy on the show, he can't say anything. I he's going to be like, "Thank you, I thank know. you." I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Was it this is for the show that you were doing the Imhotep thing? Yes, this is. Uh, yeah. This okay. Is for the Are show. we allowed to talk about the show? I don't know. That's I think weird. I think we shouldn't say the name as, a, as, as another the sign falls on them. They're everywhere. Um, yeah, I think the more shit talking we get, the less we should say the name. Well, I'm fascinated. Well, I mean, I think we need to that. Like, it, I mean, me, me and Mayra know a little bit about your background. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Who the fuck? Okay, so and you talk about it in your act one Moses Storm. Yeah, real name. Absolutely real name. Unbelievable. And you'd think it would be helpful in comedy, but it is already of like. Ugh. Fuck, what are you trying here <laughs> when you get on stage? Uh, right, 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 right. It does sound like, oh, that's a great stage name. That's memorable. Um, but it's not a good name if you really get down to it. Sometimes people say it's a good name, and they just mean, like, oh, it's different. Like when uh -huh. you get a haircut, uh -huh. it's like, oh, that looks good. Um, it's two unusuals. You should have one unusual name and then one very bland. Do you have a whole name. bit about it? About, like, uh, Moses Storm actually being your name? Because it's such a comedian Not thing. this. Like, not just, like, Do you want to write that bit right now? Yeah, like, right? Yeah. People think it's a stage name, and it is. It's not the first one I had. The first one was Mark Drizzle. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad, No, it's bad. Ryan. It's bad. I like it. <laughs> Mark Drizzle. There's something, you know, the yeah. Moses Storm. Into the originally, terrible. my mom wanted me to be a weatherman. Yeah. That's see, that's bad. bad. <laughs> that's that's awful. That's, that's diarrhea clean. Inside. That is that is clean, clean comedy. <laughs> um, so I do feel like I'm always digging myself out of it. Uh, when I did the special, I made sure to not make any jokes about like my name is weird and like uh -huh. let's just get over it. Oh, you didn't want to you didn't want to do the the, uh, the with the basic first comedian's joke where it's like my name's this because uh -huh. my mom's this and my dad's this. Yeah. What is your mom and what is your dad? <laughs> my dad's Catholic and my my mom is half crazy. Um, I thought you were going to go Korean. I thought um, I half Korean. Polish Jews and then uh, Catholic. Polish um, Jew and Catholic. Which side is the Polish Jew? Mama? Uh, my dad. Dad. Okay, yeah. so not halakhically Jewish. Right, okay. right, because you have to pass through a, I, yeah, you know, a Jew Jewish to be considered. Vagina, yeah. I'm Jewish enough to, there where I was able to go on birthright. Labia you went on birthright? What? Yeah. Was that just a free trip? Was that just a free trip? I, I mean, know, but I mean, honestly. Everyone is scamming everyone on that trip. The whole purpose of it, why you get a free trip. So people don't know birthright is for Jews. You get you a free trip if you're like in your late teens or early 20s. You go with it's literally 20 guys, 20 girls, and you go on a series of first dates all day. Oh. Like whitewater rafting. We're hiking. Because they want the Jewish and, people to have to kids. To breed, of yeah. course. And the whole goal <laughs> is essentially to get more Jews there than there are Palestinians. So they'll say like, oh, after this trip, if you meet your husband or wife, then we will pay for your wedding. And we'll Jesus help you move out age. here. We'll pay taxes. So we'll it pay is your a fact trip. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we'll pay like whatever <laughs> fees that are associated with like uh, – um, Your move what or whatever? What it mean, yeah. Jesus. I, I'm, I'm unclear on the specifics, but it is basically a fuck trip with a lot of propaganda in there, too. It's uh -huh. a very one-sided story. Uh -huh. Do you, do you, like, the goal is to lose your virginity on a pile of brochures, I imagine? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, that's the oh, goal. Just some Jewish guy being like, oh, this bed is soft. Come on <laughs> over, yeah. kids. You're staying in a kibbutz. Uh, they do, like, a wink-wink, like, you shouldn't drink at night. But then they also <laughs> drop you off in town if you want to pick anything up at 7 p.m. Wild. And then, uh, so, it's such a fuck trip that even this kid, uh, won't say his name, but the overweight kid with a neck towel... From Staten Island, even he got, <laughs> <laughs> he got the guy, laid. The guy with the neck towel, he got laid. 
So you know that level of overweight where you you just have to carry a towel at that's all times. Me? Just, I, it just I, sounds I like an old Jewish guy much. faking youth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm 15. <laughs> I sweat like I'm 15. <laughs> you have a towel around your neck when yeah. you eat. <laughs> I guess schwitz a little. Okay, so you do. So you do birthright. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to go back a little bit further. So mm-hmm. you're you got a uh, Catholic mama. Yeah. You got a Jew Polish Jewish dad. Right. But was not raised in any of those. So what before I was born, in, yeah. before I was born, they had started their own religion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty extreme one. It was a it was a um, a doomsday cult. So without exaggerating, we always felt like God was going to return and like all of Revelation, the most fucked up shit. Was the book ha- of Revelation? Yeah. Which is, I mean, we all know is like uh, hugely discredited. Men. It's on my to read list? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I, I care a lot about the book of Revelation. I know. It's, you it's just inc- got so happy. I did. You, I got when you super heard, happy. When you heard yeah. cult, your it, eyes lit up. It is in t- well, one, love a cult, and I'm, going, I'm obviously going to pry a lot, yeah. but the book of Revelation has just been disproven over and over again that it was like added uh, under false pretenses about 150 years after all the mm. other gospels. It's just a disaster of a book that's like a hallucinatory rant. The reason that you know, oh, that's a great way to put it. The reason that you uh, know so much about it was, is that because the first time you heard about it or read it, you were shook personally of like, oh, this is so terrifying. Well, that- it's beautiful. It's very flowery writing for the end of the world. Like I saw a beast rising from the ends with yeah. 10 horns and seven heads and a blasphemous name covered upon its head. It's like, it's really, oh, it's quite a, it's quite a, like, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautifully written, but uh, it, it turns out just entirely uh kind of like deluded crazy schizo I, I, without, without a basis you're in saying something. a religion would lie no, no, but like it, it has no like it doesn't stick like it doesn't even it doesn't really stick as far i remember as having mean. a lot of anxiety around it and a hundred percent believing as matter of fact no metaphor until i was 16 and a half mm. that i fully believe that this was going to happen always within the course of like three months we were always on edge growing up that like it's it's all going to end in three months in a terrible way. So, but never set a date. They were never stupid enough to be like on June twenty first. This is so deep. Okay, so how? So many where do you sits? live when you're in a doomsday cult? Like, are you real, on the move? Real? Are you in a they cave? They got a uh, old Greyhound bus, like a, like a fully operational uh, bus that uh, they traded some junk in the backyard for, which is how my mom tells it. And she's like, "Oh, it's the '90s. Everyone was trading them," <laughs> and like that explains it. And they ripped the seats out of it. And they converted it into our home, but not well. Like it didn't. It wasn't like the HDTV show types of conversions. <laughs> where there's like, yeah, you know, it wasn't a tour a bus with splash and, and plumbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there was no little organizational cabinets, little None baskets. I no. mean, I do feel like we just pitched a new home makeover show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for the apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> Apocabus? Doomsday on wheels. I yeah. love Doomsday on wheels. This is amazing. How many siblings? Just dead uh, Four siblings. So five of us total. Wow. And then mom and dad. So there's seven of us jammed into a bus, which is, oh boy, does that feel small pretty quick. Wow. And uh, I took them about- Your whole life as far as- Until I was 10. The, the cult and the religion fell apart at the same time that, that my parents- uh, relationship fell apart this is amazing yeah. as in their their system of beliefs collapsed with a divorce yeah. which which really they couldn't does, even keep it together for the cult a, no, I was I know, say, right? let's say face we're on the brochure <laughs> <laughs> you just just looking at each other like do you even believe in the end of the world anymore 
but you kept sort of like carrying this fear. You're saying if it, if the oh, coat yeah. fell apart at ten, now you're you're sixteen and a half, and it's still scaring yeah. the piss out of you. Absolutely, because I mean we were pretty extreme. So I've never been to school in my life. Uh huh. Um, I learned how to read and write at probably at eighteen slash. I'm still learning now. Holy shit! Um, which makes like table reads for shows incredibly embarrassing. Constantly fumbling through things and ruining jokes, um, you know. <laughs> Especially if you're on like a Mike Schur show or anything where they take jokes like very serious in the timing and like get it right. Uh-huh. You can't be like sounding out Doctor Fart Helicopter or whatever. <laughs> so they um, so uh, we I mean, we'd street preach. We would take large neon signs that we had self made and we would go out to public areas and we would yell at people. Like we would be in Times Square or you go outside of uh, like a Coachella type of music festival oh. and tell people that they're going to hell and oh it's, my it's God, about to end. Yes. And you participated in that. Yeah. It, it was, was really more good. powerful. The younger the kid is that can witness for God, uh, the more powerful it is. So, well, yeah. And it's hard to retaliate old. against uh, a little person. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do a lot of abortion shows right. and stuff and like I get people threaten to kill me, I mean, but that, if it's like some that, old Is that really the time for a comedy show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, like, I love it. They do. You walk right out of the room and you're like, and where are you from? It's not that big a deal. But, uh, <laughs> got another walkout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the fetus. It's the fetus. I love that. The, um, <laughs> but no, when it's like a when it's like some craggy old man who's like telling you you're going to die, you have no problem being like, let me tell you something, loser. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have no problem just like uh, dunking on them. But when it's a kid, what are you going to say to a fucking kid? Yeah, I mean, people. Uh, there were people that would get very angry. So uh, the idea was like we were made to like even in something if we're in a Walmart, it's like go witness that lady, and they're just like terrified, two years old, be like you're headed for hell. Oh my god! And initially, people's guards are down. If a child approaches you. Usually they're hiding behind their mom's knee. You, you never, you know, they, they're so shy. So if a kid comes up to you, your heart is open. You're like, hi, how old are you? Yeah. And then just immediately didn't even fully know what it meant. But you're you come in hell. with a horror. Right. Yeah. So most what of the time when we were on the street yelling at people, uh, other parents or other adults would come and yell at my mom. Like, how could you do this to your kids? Sure. What's wrong with you? I would do that. Uh, you know, why aren't they in school? This is, they don't even know what they're saying. Um, yeah, so people got very angry. I had a terrible childhood. Uh, yeah, carted around like war, uh, Iranian Revolution. My parents took me back during the height of the Iran Iraq War. I was abused for starting at the age of three. All this crazy shit. But I, the amount of sympathy and love that I have for you, just sharing that, I want you to know. I'm just putting that out there right now. I know it's a comedy podcast, but I'm just but saying. Yeah, thank I you. love yeah. you. Uh, that had to be fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, when does it turn funny? Um, I don't know. I'm trying right now. Ha! It is it is a thing where it wasn't a huge deal growing up because it's just this thing that your parents do. And if you don't know anything different, there's, you're not missing anything. It's not like, I wish I was back in elementary school. So it was just this thing my parents did. And it wasn't a huge deal until I left and had to become an adult. But what do you, what do, you do when, when your parents are like, ah, the religion thing, we're done. Like when they just wrap up the cult and you know it what I mean? It was like, a very slow sizzle uh, or like a fading away. It was sizzle. not just like one day, oh, we were wrong. <laughs> now if you talk to them, <laughs> if you talk to them now <gasps> 17 years after it all blew up, then they're like, oh yeah, our 20s were crazy what gaslighting. it's like no having dreadlocks and like going to cabo that's crazy <laughs> i smoked weed in my 20s right. no i started a cult and yeah. we lived on a bus 
Well, I mean, like, you know, they, they showed some initiative. I'm actually not so mad at it. What's your relationship? What are they like now? Do you have a relationship with them? From a pretty early age, I realized that they didn't have it. Like, they, oh, they don't got it. Yeah. This was never a support system. So now, um, for the longest time, it's just this very business-like relationship. Okay. Very professional. I would never go to them if I was proud of something of like, hey, just did the seller. It was great. Um, or if I was in a crisis, I would never reach out. Same. There's no, I, yeah, there's nothing there. And it's not even something I miss. It's just what like, about your well, that doesn't exist. They, they have that with my parents. I had the benefit of Do you being still talk to them younger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would talk to everyone. I mean, you, you, it's just, I could not talk to them for a month and then you just pick up where you left off because we've been through so many extreme things pretty young that the the bonding is it'll never go away of course like who else who else has like a, a bite of that story right. i don't who got ryan doesn't no i i know oh, no. are you okay. sure who yeah, he comes from like sterile white people God i would just them. stop <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I mean, not, yeah. I don't mean sterile. Ben I don't mean they're, I'm not saying their balls <laughs> don't work. They, they're all incredibly ball. fertile. They are a fecund bunch. I'm saying that, like, that uh, it, it's not it's not a bus w- waiting for the devil to to reappear. Yeah. No. And, no. And, no. And no. swallow I mean, us all. That's you true. Asked who got the right. bus? The bus is is um is a salacious fact that my mom loves loves to to put in my dad's face. So when they divorce. Um, there was uh, obviously it was a very hostile divorce. It was the most messiest divorce ever, with with shit talking and <laughs> <laughs> almost like pranks on them. There's breaking and entering. It was the messiest divorce you could imagine. I love him. Um, like screaming matches in public, like gotcha moments, like cheaters where they would she would he would like show up to a nightclub that my mom was at. <laughs> So in the divorce, in the actual paperwork, and uh, my mom loves this so much, um, my mom got custody of all five of the kids, provided that my dad get custody of the bus. He had to. He had to have the bus. (laughs) (laughs) That's the appropriate response. (laughs) Yeah, like it's in paperwork. It had to be passed through like Florida, a judge. Oh, we got got food coming in. Oh my god! This is. is, uh, Wait, Jeff what? Raff is coming over. We have uh, we're, we're plating some food here. I'm not entirely Come sure, on. but this is uh, your your cheat day, Mr. Oh my Moses. God, I have not eaten yet either today. So Neither have great. I. I've been waiting. Okay, wait a second. So, real quick, Moses, we're gonna talk a pause, ton. Pause, pause, but pause. Pause, pause, pause. So, yeah, you're eating. Real quick, what is your cheat day meal? What is the thing that you eat when you want to be naughty and decadent? Well, this and kind of explains a lot. Um, Based on what we're, where I come from, uh-huh. but it's uh, I said salmon in my initial thing. Yeah, mint ice cream, and then uh, something else I'm forgetting. Scallion pancakes. Now salmon is not a yeah scallions is not a cheap food by any means. Yeah, it is uh, it is uh, the healthiest of all the meats, highest protein, lowest fat, which points back to the religion of like there's a lot of guilt in everything. So. Okay. It's not even something I really enjoy. It's just the best thing because I feel the emotional attachment you, to food and being able to treat yourself and have nice things. This is you being treated. So this is yes. you being spoiled. Because okay. you can feel okay with Don't that. Don't blame us because you hate yourself. I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We asked you what you wanted to eat. We're going <laughs> to oh, shit. What do you want? Dude, right this is the most we... inappropriate meal I've ever seen. We have Chef Raff with us. Hi, Chef Raff. But this hey. looks actually hey, hey, very good. How are you guys good. doing? So, and, so yeah, what'd you make? Yeah, yeah, so I can tell you a little bit about this. Um, oh, it looks phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. It's a very pretty plate. Yeah, so we have kind of like a 
Chinese style sandwich. I don't know if that's really the best way to put it. Yes. Uh, mm. So we got some glazed salmon with, um, it's got kind of like a sweet chili glaze on it. Yes. Uh, it's been grilled. Yeah. As you said, grilled Yeah, salmon. that's the way to do it because you get a little bit of crispiness right? on the top. And then uh, we have, I mean, it's kind of like all over the wonderful Asian countries. Uh, we have like a kimchi slaw on top, a um, little bit of spicy mayo, and then some crispy garlic couple of scallions, cilantro, and then it's served on a scallion pancake. The crispiness is, that's doing it for me, because fish is a very slimy sort of like wet thing, so you have that nice dichotomy between that. Should I be waiting to eat? No, 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 go ahead, go go ahead. So my my question is, though, if the world was ending tomorrow, is this the last meal? Yeah, because I'd be like, oh, maybe God will accept me, because what if they were wrong? It never goes away. They're like, they could be 10% right. But you scammed the Jews to go on birthright. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was hoping you'd stay together, wait, wait, but, wait, wait. you know, we got a fork and a knife, so. I didn't mean to. I got it. Just, Ooh, I got it, I got it. Ah, I unplugged it. My penis. Oh, okay, I guess the mics are yes. back on. I think you have another plate behind Amazing. Uh, what, are you not going to eat it, Ryan? Well, there's a plate behind, there's another plate behind you. What am I supposed to do? Nothing. Use my giant Nothing, arm. we'll put it in the center. It's for it. Has anyone complained about the sounds of uh, eating on the podcast? They, actually, they prefer it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. like a yeah, mukbang type yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like foot fetishists. Oh like, yeah, right. Yeah, they it's like a really it. uh, it's a really strange thing that people are into. Yeah. What's well, even say. stranger, Chef Raff never eats his own food. Yeah. It always makes me feel like he poisoned it. He's <laughs> always like, look, okay. enjoy. Right. The scallion pancake is fucked up good. Fucked up good. It's so good. What's nice about Mehran is you never know where he's going based mm-hmm. on his facial expression. Yeah. There was so much to hate. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, oh my god. Comedy Mehran's about to ruin the show. <laughs> Let me just say this. And you're like, oh this god. Is fucked, but I love it. Mm. This is okay, so- Raph. Yeah, absolutely. With my period on, I love you. Cheers, man. How was it? You. How long does it take to make this? Um. So to be honest with you guys, I have. Oh, that one's staying together. Yeah. Are yes. you doing it like a Look taco? Because this yes. was cooked perfectly. That was the point. Obviously, got, it's I, still yeah. crunchy and it still folds. Yeah, you used like fork and knife and you did it like a human. I, I like well, I'm mine. very aware of the video element of the <laughs> show. That looks he's, like he's blocking better. it all that while he's better eats. that way. Like I'll serve it like that. Next it's time. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, I actually have I have like a tasting menu dinner tonight. Okay. So, okay. and I kind of and and. and I'm, I'm like in between kitchens right now, which sucks. So I was what prepping. Um, so I'm like moving into another kitchen. Mm-hmm. So what happened to the old kitchen? Um, it's yeah. just it's there's like there's like some insurance stuff, which you know it just happens, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I don't have it for a couple of days. So I was basically just prepping all night with uh, one of my best friends. He lives in Queens. So yeah, I was doing the tasting menu. There's like ten courses on it, and then just doing this. So. Basically left there and came straight here. This is so. love. fucked up good. Right? Yeah. That's the only way to describe it. Thank you. Yeah, Very I mean, good. Really I've never had salmon taste like this, where yeah, it I'm actually tastes like one. a food that you would enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually it's the self-lashing of like, I'm being healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you have to be it nude. It feels like you're going to hell. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I have to be nude. <laughs> great. I have to be nude tomorrow for a scene. Really? So How this nude? Uh, there's a nudity writer. So basically, butt naked, but then I put my uh, dick and balls in like uh, a cock sock. They call it a hebu. And then, yeah, he's he's taping a Hulu show. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then they just sent it to me while we're sitting here. It's a nudity writer of everything you can. Because everything, please tell me about nudity writer. So people always think like, oh, do you ever get hard doing a a um 
acting scene. Like, if a, you know, we have like a sex scene. Have you done they, sex yes. scenes before? Yes. And people always ask, like, oh, did you ever get like hard? It's so calculated it's so mathematical and everything has gone through agencies and lawyers mm. and nudity clauses that by the time you're actually doing it you're thinking about every step the hand is allowed to go on the butt then the chest then you push down that you it's not it's not the same feeling you're feeling when you're having sex and yeah. you're just in the moment like this feels good you're saying like this do you good. have to blow your scene partner I do, <laughs> but they won't be rolling. For he doesn't that. have to. No, it's a perk of the. Why job. they're not rolling for that is going to be upsetting. <laughs> but then just the director's like, I'm, an, I'm an auteur. I need to see this. <laughs> an I mean, auteur. Let me see. I mean, going off what you said though, you're gonna blow a soft penis. Yeah. No. No, is. it's no. with a, it's with a young lady. Um, and theirs are more extensive because the thing is you have to like I showed my dick in another Hulu movie. It's it's the thing that comes up. Like it comes up. People actually search Moses Storm penis. Of and, course. They and do. then there's screen grabs for people that have never seen the movie. It could be out of context, anything. If my phone were in my hand. It happens mainly with actresses. So actresses have to be um incredibly safe about it because it's like, mm. well yeah, this is gonna be on the internet out of context. Totally. You know. Like your kid's going to be in the first grade. Right. Like, you look at your mom's pussy. Right. And they can edit that into anything. So, yeah. I'd yeah, yeah, yeah. like abundance of caution. Yes. Like there's a Thanksgiving turkey with your mom's vagina. Are you looking, yeah. for, your, are you looking for your penis right now? Or are you just <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for my so, penis. Oh, thank God. I was, I was looking like, for oh, what the nudity. To, you don't have to show me. Okay. I was going to see what the... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait till <laughs> I get home. Don't play hard to get <laughs> Listen, now. I have a cab ride coming. Um, I don't does anyone have an iPad? We're going to need a bigger screen. Wow. Congratulations. Doomsday dick is Aren't you happy you made time for this Doomsday guilt dick Doomsday You missed the beginning of the show. Moses grew up on a bus in a cult that his parents started. What the fuck? And ended with the divorce, apparently. Yeah. Did that make you feel less like the divorce was your fault? The fact they also had a cult that fell apart? Oh, I never felt like... interesting. I never had any any remorse about the divorce and when i meet other people that are my age that were born in the 90s whatever and like their biggest tragedy is that my parents are divorced i i cringe at that shit it was two people that were yelling at each other that hated yeah, each other yeah, and yeah. they're not gonna be around each other that's great it was a great day so, so there's no remorse of like i wish i wish my family was still together what state was this in a lot of Florida. Uh, <laughs> we were in a bus, so we were trying state. to move around a lot. Yeah. Florida, not surprised. That was like my second guess. I was going to say yeah. Utah or Florida. I was thinking Utah. I was thinking yeah. Utah. Um, yeah, Utah is pretty fucked. Florida has more of like anything goes, and they have pretty lax rules if you don't want to put your kids in school. Like oh. You don't have to really provide any paperwork. Other states are like, you got to teach these motherfuckers how to read at least. It kind of wow. makes sense. Yeah, makes in, New York, sense. in New York, Crocodiles you have to go to school until you're uh, yeah. 16. Did your parents do drugs? No. Did you end up doing drugs? Yes. Good bunch. boy. Good boy. Bunch. And did, nice. do you, did you think that they, did that liberate you some? Oh, yeah. To, to, to find out that there's a different part of my brain that doesn't um, self-judge and worry, just to find out like there's another section of your brain oh, yeah. that you can access was huge. Yeah. It, it snapped me out of it, too. Yeah. Acid in a big way snapped me Acid out Acid was it. the first thing I ever did. Before I was drunk, high, wow. had a cigarette, before I even had sex, uh, I, did, I did acid. Yeah, I did. That was I, the very first drunk. thing. Yeah. I've and, never heard anybody that's gone that path. But yeah, right? It's, it's, I wouldn't it's, it's recommend it. Seems like you're doing well. I you know, got my ass blown yeah. off. I mean, it was so scary, and nothing has hit me like that wow. since. When did you do ayahuasca? Oh, yeah. Well, you've, done that? you've done that? Of course I have. 
But you did, did you do it How right? That like you didn't course. do it in Queens. <laughs> you went. Do you know, did you man? go to like and do a ceremony? I, 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 yeah, yeah, no, I did a proper ceremony with a proper ayahuascaro, but I did it in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. He, uh, yeah, he. Did, that kind of counts as Peru. He did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I really did approach it medicinally, and then uh, and went to Greenpoint. It, they had found an isotope in ayahuasca that treated diabetes in rats, in rats and mice. And, but it, they couldn't isolate it to turn it into a medication or a drug. Right. So at the time, I had uh, a morbid form of diabetes where my resting blood sugar was 600. Like I was, oh. I was constantly Holy on shit. the verge of diabetic coma. Holy so shit. I was like, I will try anything because insulin didn't work. Uh, and so I went and I did like the fast for a month and a half. Because you have to fast before. You have to do la dieta. You but not to, for a month. You just have to not have certain foods for a month. And then the two days before, 24 hours before. The, the two days before, absolutely. There's no salt, no citrus, no sugar, no... And then, but the entire month and a half prior to that, no fried, no red meat, no uh, booze, no weed, no brain meds, no psych meds. Mm. Yeah, did, you can't. Otherwise, you run the risk of neurotoxicity. It was literally when I auditioned for the cellar, so uh, I was having brain zaps. Like uh, when you go off of uh, uh, sort Lexapro. of an SSRI, yeah, yeah. Uh, cold turkey, you you get like literally electric shocks in your head. So you, I had my audition for the cellar. I was you know, shit nervous because it's the fucking yeah, seller. Absolutely. And uh showed up. Esty forgot that I had the audition and then she was like, I'll put you up anyway. And uh but I literally like my brain was like uh malfunctioning the entire time. Did were the, were people able to to tell? Because I have mine on no Saturday, one. so I I, I want to hear the worst yeah, story so no, I feel no, better. No one could tell. You go up, you do what you do. I, I followed two incredibly affable, clean comedians. Oh, you can, t- you can say who Al- it is. Yeah, but- Keith Alberstadt and Pete Lee. And you know, oh Pete yeah, Lee, right? I right? Know Pete Lee. Like yeah. sweethearts, and then yeah. I go up there being like dicks and acid and boo, right? right? And so, it's a uh, nice contrast. It was just it, went, it was nice. Contrast, I mean, like, and I'm having brain zaps, and I'm nervous, yakety yak. And then we go up, and Essie's like, "You're crazy." And then I'm <laughs> right, seven years, but uh, it's still the, the ayahuasca was was wonderful. It was honestly incredibly healing, reparative, uh, much more spiritual than just like taking acid in college, you know? How long does it last? Uh, I took two doses, six hours. Yeah. Would you do it? I have. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I just want to do it right. And then Greenpoint would actually be right, but it's actually someone guiding you through it. Because I've done DMT alone Mm. in the lockdown. Same. I was going through a real rough time and I was like, well, let me just escape this part. And Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> so I know. I'm going to trigger my pineal gland by myself. Yeah, I do have a death wish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's why I'm like all fucked up right now. It's because I was fighting soldiers for Fleet Week um, on stage as part of a bit. Wow. Because uh, the cult is doing Capoeira now to recruit people. The other the, two the families. The cult still exists. There's one family still doing it. I love you and the depth of your goddamn story. So this cult is still in the mix. Yes. And it's Can exhausting. Maybe oh, our listeners there's no that. name. Yeah, there's no name. There's yeah. no name. Which yeah. like, it's, you give up on the first step. I know. <laughs> I love. There's no. How do you find them? How do you yeah. find them? I mean, so it was called the Way, and then a way more successful cult called the Way uh, came along. <laughs> doubled my parents' numbers immediately. They had two, and then um, and then they just dropped the name. And we're like, well, why would we have a name? Because it was counterculture. There should be no government. There should be no pastor, rabbi, 
teachers, anyone. There should be no middleman between you and God. Raph, do you want to do this with me? Do we start our own without a name? Just uh, you. I thought that's what we were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what that this is. I mean, well, that is, that's I mean how am I going to say no to you, man? Yay! All right, so there's still a family that does this. There's still one of the three families. All of your siblings are out? Oh, yeah. But okay. they found their own version of God. Their own thing. Like, my oldest sister is a uh, devout Jehovah's Witness now. Okay. Who probably really got it the worst. She got the brunt of everything. Being that old. Yeah. Being that sentient when all that stuff was happening. Yeah. So and now probably she- had a role in indoctrinating the younger sibs. Yeah. Right? Fuck. Never yeah. heard the word sibs before, by the way. Right? Yeah. So, Moses, how did, uh, in that environment, how did you, like, figure out that you were funny and, like, yeah. you like making people laugh? There we go. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. It's not, it's not a good answer, either. It's not like, I don't know. I think I'm a, hyper aware of, like, what would sound good if, like, this is my one love. And there was so much, um, <laughs> there was so much strife growing up that I was always the tension breaker, which I was. But I don't think it was a passion. It was this honest-to-God thing of, like, uh, I, I really wanted to be a lawyer. At 18, when everyone's asking you, like, what do you want to do? Well, you get to argue a case. And uh, did just, like, uh, online research and did, like, preliminary tests, and I could barely read or write. And I was like, well, that's, that's never going to get me out of this. Uh, and we were f- so poor. I mean, like, eating from the garbage, poor always getting evicted for not paying our rent. So it was just the one thing. It's a very shitty answer, but it's the one thing that I could monetize and exploit about my personality and just the chemicals I was born with that would get me out of it. I love him so much. Dude, that is, that's, a, that's an amazing story. I love story. him. Wow. It is, it is actually di- – well, and also, yeah. like, it's a survival mechanism. And, like, basically yeah. every comedian at some point, like – you, we're, we're thrust into chaos and it's like whether you're the new kid in school like it, it diffuses a you know a myriad of uh, of tensions yeah right like whether it's parents or bullies or what have you and then and then humor was a way to get in and, and talk to people uh, because we were not allowed to talk to any other kids our age or any adults because that's how Satan gets you <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, you know, you're having fun with this kid, right? That's exactly what the devil or? wants. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It, feels, it just feels a little easier. Someone just telling yeah. you what to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? You don't have to worry about tomorrow. It's not going to be there. But, so but it like sounds like the parents well, What you bring writing. up is actually a very intelligent point. Well, no, that, no. You don't think I've ever looked at one of those cults and been like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the sweeper. I just right? sweep all day. <laughs> I, I got to call you father? <laughs> Great. Whatever. Like, it, it seems easier than trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. Like, I, I don't want to know. I, I, you still haven't figured as out. As early as yesterday morning, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was researching a, a sort of self-help book that had a method because I'm still very embarrassingly looking for something. It's exhausting having no faith. If you had something to kind of explain the random moments of just human tragedy and just your, I don't know, how scary everything is. Where we're going. I wish. I wish. Yeah, it kind of seems like we're hurling. I'm jealous of people that even buy into, like, the power of now. Eckhart Tolle is like, fuck, I wish. Um, yeah. There's Tony Carter. Robbins. So, so do, you, do you think that, uh, this is, I, God, but do you find that you have a spiritual life that is, that, that you still have a spiritual life? Because it started out so intensely faith-based, right? Yeah. So, and then that gets shattered. So, like, I believed in it until I was 16. Until you did. So, imagine you're like 12, you already started getting rock hard boners all the time. <laughs> and you can't act on it, right? And then you're still like, no, because God. You really, you actually held yourself to that. 
uh, I would jerk off accidentally <laughs> slash not really. Basically, it was so guilty uh, that I would keep edging myself. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, until something happened, and then I do miss those orgasms, the guilt religion <laughs> ones. Those nothing, nothing I has hit so that hard. I so right? get it. I so Right? All that guilt. Ugh. Well, and now we're inured because like we have access to the full yeah. spectrum of right. erotica, and it's, you know, nothing is rare or private or personal anymore. It's all just like, oh, yeah. You yeah. know, it's just, it's all broken. Yeah, you, you can know? watch anything. And I, I never had internet growing up. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. So um, I, I, I would draw my own erotica. I love you! I Dude. love him. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the thing that was so fucked up is I was angry at myself because I wasn't good at drawing. So you're like, rock hard, you're sexually frustrated, and you're frustrated that you're not better. Like, I can't draw the nape. How do you draw a nape? I did the same thing. Oh, I don't know. I never realized so that, interesting. I never yeah. realized oh I had God. it so good. I never had to draw my own porn. Did you? What did you draw? Were you good? Um, if I, I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. So there was a Benny Hill sketch, oh. and it was called <laughs> Wonder Granny, and uh, and it was an old woman naked with her boobs out, and I was just so excited to see boobs. Anytime I saw boobs, so I drew like an an old Wonder Woman with her tits out. And that was the first piece of erotica I ever drew, and I hid it under my parents' bed, and then I would crawl under the bed to go look at it. I mean, that sounds great. You have to save it because it takes so long. You know when people complain about, like, like, you know, dial-up porn, you take forever. (laughs) The amount of time it takes to draw one frame. One, yeah, one image, yeah. Yeah, it was a treasure. It becomes a treasure. I think I could tap you on fucked upness. Let's hear it. So I was very frustrated that I didn't know what the female form looked like. Mm. I couldn't get a comic book or anything that was like TV. Kama Sutra, more not to go to libraries, anything. So, yeah, TV. Even though we saw the OJ trial for some reason. Some things are truly ubiquitous. <laughs> I saw Terminator. I saw the movie Jesus of Nazareth and the OJ trial. Oh, I shit. No other TV. Um, I was just like very frustrated that I couldn't get the proportions right. So uh, I found a bikini photo of my mom on Lake Michigan and would not draw the head because like, that was the line, but sure. then would use that to sort of trace over and then practice on my own mommy's That's body. fine. That's fine. It's the female form. It had absolutely yeah. – and, and he decapitated her. It wasn't even stepmom. Stepmom porn is worse than what he did. Right. But like thank God I don't have <laughs> any of that. that? I don't have like a weird thing. <laughs> I'm trying to make a cult baby feel better. Are you shitting me? Right. <laughs> Like if I had what Dalia had, you'd be like, oh, I kind of get it, you know, but I, I'm very fortunate. And I, this is what comes down to, like, it's nothing I did. There's nothing I'm, I'm fighting or stronger. It is the chemicals you are born with in your brain that has a lot to do with, with how we process trauma and yeah. things that happen to us. And there's not a moment of courage where I was like, no, I'm not going to look at stepmom porn or have anything weird where it's, it's like, I dice. can't come unless you, you know, shave my pubic hair and eat it. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't have any That's of next that. next week's dish. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Get rid of the surprise. I mean, just give me a day's notice, man. Yeah, you got it. Wild. No Wild. problem. It grows that fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Did you no, have hair man. pretty early? Because you have full beard. Wow. Um, I'm actually I'm actually 28, and yeah. I got I got a hair on my face like like a year ago. Honestly, oh, wow. still something, man. Yeah. Shit. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate it. Wow. I'm trying to, I'm trying to compete with my brother. He has a luscious beard. So when did he start growing hair? Uh like same time. That's a yeah. good beard. It's a respectable beard. 
Wow, I'm so so honored to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you so, should. From you of all people, Maron. Well, Thank I don't I, can, I don't grow uh, facial hair. It grows ginger. I grow a red beard oh my God. in patches. Oh, oh, it is such oh, a man. fucking mess. So it looks like you just killed your husband in a movie, <laughs> and you're like dying it in the bathroom of a gas station. <laughs> it, it looks like it, it does look like a farming accident. It, it just that looks, looks so like, wrong. Uh, yeah, it looks super wrong when I grow a beard. So what do you do? So my question. Are you anti-religion now? Just all religion? No, 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 no. no. I, it is like it's embarrassing. I wish I was, but I, I. The thing that makes me angry is like people like Bill Maher. It's like who would believe in a man in the sky? It's like, well, that's cool. That that's a cool personality to have. Of course, it's stupid, but you have to understand the context of why people believe in religion. Human it gives suffering. You something to to to. I don't know. Put order to your to your life. Um, Someone to blame. Yeah, a lot, it's a lot <laughs> you, of that. Yes. It's a lot of that. But I don't trust my own beliefs now. So I have tried with everything. Uh, I even gave Judaism a real good shot. Okay. You know, and it you was, got circumcised. Yeah, I got circumcised pretty late. <laughs> okay. Oh, which I was circumcised twice, by the way. Oh, boy. why twice? Because they didn't because get they, all of we it. We didn't believe in hospitals. <laughs> Who did up. it? Because that's how this bus get you, was baby. amazing. Everything, they had everything on this bus. Operation. You did it yourself when you were six. <laughs> you go into AutoZone. Yeah, could you fix our circumcision? <laughs> AutoZone right. was lovely. Um, <laughs> they no hospitals. So when I broke my shin at twelve, we were just like put an ace bandage on it because the hospitals give you drugs and drugs would take you out of um, your Communion. connection with God. Yeah. Fuck. So no hospitals growing up. Did it ever heal? Like, are you? Uh, it's a little fucked up when I run. If I do okay. like uh, marathons or long distance running, yeah, I feel it. Second question: How's your penis? Oh, uh, you ever microwaved a hot dog? Yes, yeah, actually, yeah, I have. No, it's fine. It happened early enough where it was just uh, so. If you don't, if you don't believe in hospitals, then your option, and I don't know if this is still a thing uh, in Ohio, you can go to a Jewish temple and you sure. can have a rabbi Amoyo. do it. Amoyo. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was this rabbi's first time doing one. I am going to lose my mind. Right? <laughs> the curb music plays. Um, uh, so it was his first time doing curb it. Curb music. <laughs> right? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that's about to happen? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. There, you wanted me to cut it, cut it twice? Yeah. Amazing. Um, it's like shadow boxing before he cuts. <laughs> you got this. You got this. <laughs> Right now, right now. <laughs> I'm legit blessed out. Uh, so, okay, so he got halfway through, and he had too much ceremonial wine. They usually have I, a glass of wine right I, before they do it, right? You know, <laughs> you have to put you in the mood. And he had too much because he was nervous because it was his first time. He was, like, trying to make a good impression. Um, and then he got halfway through, and then his hand wasn't steady enough for it. So then He needed he, more wine. He need more wine, right? <laughs> so, I mean, this has all been told to me by my parents. I obviously don't remember. I'd be screaming right now. Uh. Um, they, he's like, we well, have to go to a different temple. And <laughs> it's Ohio, so there's not really temples on every corner. Like, they're here in New York. So they drive four and a half hours to finish the rest of the job. And I don't know if it was like With a half you bleeding lit. from the dick, I imagine. I'm unclear on how far it, how far he got in. I just know that it was like one incision. He was like, oh, I can't. Yeah, that's bleeding from the dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you look at it now, and like penis skin's already so fucked up. And, and Is it? Um, I mean, with like veins and stuff, like the texture of, of like the moon, you know, it's not, it's not a smooth surface. I think if you had fucked up something on your cheekbone or something early on, you would see some trauma. But you're, you're talking think. to someone who's seen 
one or two dicks. Oh, have you ever seen one today. that's like chewed it up? One or I've, two, I've one or two today. <laughs> today. Let's be honest. I think you watched this movie on Hulu. Where you see my? <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it measures against yeah. like, the thousands that I've seen. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any damage. Like everything's there. Good. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like oh discoloration, but is that just like what a dick? That does? happens. That happens. Have it you, looks like skin colored camouflage. That's all normal. All that's Has normal. Any, anyone you've been with ever, you know, been like, hey? No. No. Not really. No, you're too late in it, and then it goes in somewhere. You get so to hide it So when and how do you get out? I fell in love with a girl. Okay. And But what I thought love was at 16. Sure. You're just, like, infatuated with a pretty person. Hormones. And a your rush of genes hormones. are going to explode. Yeah. Um, so our, our cult leader came back into town. It's, like, well after my parents' divorce. It's kind of falling apart. My mom's still in it. And he'd, he'd always said, like, don't enter the workforce. Another way to get indoctrinated. Wow. Why would you get a high-paying job when the world's going to end in three months? So he completely gaslit my mom. He comes back in with his family, his eight kids, and was like, what are you doing? You're, you're selling junk on the side of the road because we would go through people's garbage and then sell it. Um, go enter the workforce. Get real jobs. Like, like He said it like he had always said this. So then I entered the workforce for the first time at 16, or was about to turn 16, but we forged the paperwork so I could legally get a job. Amazing. Legally. Uh, and I got a job bagging groceries at a store, and it was the first time I was around people my age. And uh, I got really close to this girl who was very sweet to me, just like a kind person. And then just hearing my own beliefs bounced off of her ears, someone I wanted to impress and I don't know, cared about, uh, just hearing it back to myself was like, oh, no, it's not right. Oh, I was wrong. Like you're along. watching her face contort while yeah. you're... Yeah, <laughs> and it was never a big moment. It was just that thing of like, oh, no, it's all wrong. And like you could hear it wrong as it was yeah. coming out of your mouth. And I, I just knew that. the way that I felt about her and the way it felt in my heart, my body, and, and emotions about her didn't match up with this religion. I was like, well, that's the true thing, because I feel that. Mm. Uh, and I never felt that. So it was just that. And Jake's I was make out. you do anything, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the true? dumbest things I've done yeah. in my life have always been he's for a, a woman. He's always. He's about to pitch his herbal life right now. A fag would have no. let him run with it. They would have been right. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me that chewed up hot dog. I love it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, uh, uh, anything. Anything. You know, like, oh, I'm pretty uh, straight, straight path. You know what I mean? You know, but if a girl's like, hey, you want some heroin? If she's good looking enough, I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. Why wouldn't I? Let's do it right now. a little fat Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. A little fentanyl. So we were just friends. Um, and, but obviously I was in love with her. And I'd never said this about anyone, but I had told her multiple times that I was in love with her. And even though she, she was with someone else. And even though she said no, it was enough to be like, well, I got to get out. Wow. Yeah. And where do you go? Uh, then I go, now we're living in the desert of California. <laughs> <laughs> Not Palmdale. It's like two Palm hours Desert. outside of uh, where Coachella uh, is. No, that's the nice one. Uh huh. It's the they like brag about it, like this is the meth capital of the world. Do you know oh. where they tested the nuclear bombs? No. Yeah, <laughs> Hiroshima. I go to Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Right away. <laughs> I said tested. You don't even get Hiroshima. That, that's in their defense. They were just testing it. <laughs> Will this end the war? Um, so then I yeah, I go to a community college having 
really no idea how to read or write, and I enroll into what they think film classes are in the desert. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like this old couple that runs the news. They watch, like, First Wives Club. <laughs> yeah. And they're teaching film. us, like, how to edit and make stuff, but they taught all the uh, software with, like, this is a fad. We're going to go back to analog any moment. <laughs> like, begrudgingly teaching us how to use Final Cut and Premiere Pro. So I met um, some people in that class that were also interested in making stuff and videos, and then I moved to L.A. with, like, uh, two of them as friends to be like, oh, shit, maybe we could be in L.A. and make videos. Because, like, Facebook and MySpace, MySpace was wrapping up. It was, like, Facebook and YouTube was kind of becoming a thing. So I make really bad YouTube videos. Roy Wood Jr. is a part of this group as well. Oh, no way! Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in multiple videos. We do a, a Who's movie. so fucking funny. So Love funny, that so Great nice. Yeah. Really just... Uh, A-plus character. Right. A-plus comedian. And imagine you me, you're some weird cult kid, and um, we, we did this thing called Facebook the movie, and he's in it, and I just got to know him through that, and I was like, oh, it's the first like comedian I ever met. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you do the thing that I think is cool. And um, he's just he's the one that said you should get on stage for the first time. And just That's do like it. how many years ago? That's got to be... Oh, 2010? Ten. It was like very matter of fact. Of like, yeah, yeah, go to Haha ha Cafe, this dog shit place in, in the valley. And do you know it? I know it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. You pay $5 uh, to do this the is, mic. This, is, this is my cult. This is... I go. <laughs> Cafe. Oh, God. Someday yeah. you'll graduate to flappers. Been there. I, think, I don't think they want me back. Right? No, you don't flappers, want to be no. Ha-ha That's what Wonder Granny, had. Wonder Granny had. Wonder Granny had Cafe is the really bad one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's like Spanish, is... right? It's in a yeah, it's East like Hollywood? is that uh, what? It's in it's on Lancashire. And, and there's the Spanish Esty. There's a woman there who runs the joint I call Spanish Esty. <laughs> she looks like Esty, but she's Spanish. She's, she's Latin. Spanish. And she puts <laughs> there's up the a mole. Hat. There's like a, a lacy a lacy veil. She and everyone a, the hackiest jokes that you would have ever seen happen there. Why do they call it Trojan condom? Isn't Trojan where a bunch of men snuck in? Yeah, it's all that stuff. Wow. I, huh. Honestly, I think that's a hot premise. I was like, "Is it bad that I like so kind of you?" I don't think anyone was watching. I felt flattered. I'm like, "There's a future in that bit." Yeah. So uh, I, I'm trying to sign up for that mic and never getting up, even though they, you pay. Uh, in that process, I was doing some like very dog shit acting work. Of like, is this an industrial? Is this a Scientology video? And one of not the, a Scientology video. No, I never did one, okay. but it was like adjacent to that. Uh, a woman uh, there who was like the casting director also ran a show at the Improv that was like a scam where they, you take her class and then you do comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, right. It was a comedy class, essentially. Yeah. Well, you yeah. do the class for five weeks and you have a graduation class. Yeah, and yeah then, I did then, that. Then they bring you into the, uh, well, if you have three friends. I never did the class. I lied to her and said I did stand up. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, pretty good. So she was like, oh, yeah, because sometimes people don't do well in the class. So we'll put you up between people so you can, like, build the room back. Wow. Never stepped foot on the stage before. Um, so I did five minutes there. And it was us. My, my friends didn't even get in. It was sold out. It was a sold-out room at the Improv. And it was the first time I was on stage doing stand-up. And it went, it went well. I mean, yeah. I would die if I saw that set now. It was the, probably the worst stand-up that anyone's ever seen, but it went really well. And that was enough to be like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever it takes to feel this again, I'll do it. Neat. Yeah. And then, I didn't realize this, but we did Last Comic Standing together, what, yeah. seven years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was like pretty soon after that. Um, 
2010 and then 2005, yeah. So then I had kind of drifted away from uh, stand-up and was doing a lot of improv. Yeah, you that's fine. Don't, you don't have to apologize know, for that because it was hot. No, yeah. no, no, and there is like a Stink. big rivalry between like the the tribes of oh, yeah. yes and and no but. Yeah, but uh, do you know what I mean? But the, that being said, <laughs> have you it's, seen this and no but? Yeah, <laughs> I actually like Second City. They used to do it in New York City. I like them a sure. lot. And when they they were very funny, but they were terrible with their books. And when they folded, I told uh, some people there. I was like, oh, I'm going to try UCB, and they're like, you're going to hate it. And I Did you try it? I hated it because everyone there sucked and they were so – they would wear black and they'd be so serious about it. And they'd be like, well, I'm in level five. They and could be country. They were country for Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. Was that it was mean, all the rich kids. Uh, uh, terrible, terrible with your books. Oh, uh, Money. They, yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't you know, handle the billing. Or, oh, you know, yeah. I mean bills. the currency was cool and they ran out of that currency. Uh-huh. So I, I worked there as an intern to pay for classes. Um, went all in on UCB, did one of the house teams as well, and yeah, you pay to practice improv. But Try telling that to an adult. Wouldn't you say that it's, it ended up being valuable to That's you, though? Yes, it right? informs entirely what I do now. Yeah. There's, um, also, there's, there's like a kind of an unspoken function of the improv class world where it's like, it's a great way for adults to build social skills if for whatever reason they don't. Totally. Yes. A lot of theater kid. kids who were too deep in, and a lot of people who either, whether it was a cult yeah. or another environment like that. Because I was one of the tech guys at the pit before I was at the cellar. So yeah, I, 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 I also, I did intern just because I, I wanted to... Michelle like, Wolf did yeah. improv. Well, look, the, pit. Pit is, the pit is fine. That's Armin, uh, Armin Diaz. Uh, well, he then he broke off again and started the magnet, and Ali mm-hmm. Faranaki and started the, the pit with him. Yes, he's Iranian, and I always speak Farsi to him. I get what you're saying, which is a very important thing. Of like, yes, it's it's kids that seem like they're on the spectrum, or they've had a very weird sheltered life, and this oh, is the yeah. one time they're kind of comfortable. I think improv, weirdos. like I did it in high school at 16, it was like my first tribe. Like, yeah, I just like, like UCB. I like improv. I don't like UCB. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let me make that very clear. No, I, I I did, at no point do I was I thinking that you were yeah. you were like poo pooing improv as a no. thing at all. But that, but there is a rivalry between stand up and improv. We do like look down our noses at each other. And oh yeah, you know you, what I mean? you don't say it out loud now. You yeah, know, like, I started improv, but UCB had very distinct levels. It was people at the top that like write for Parks and Rec, right. run the classes, are in that. That's another form of a cult. And then there was us at the bottom that were taking classes, trying to get on house teams, feeding that. Those top. people <laughs> are good people. We don't run it, and those are those are people that yeah helped me out a lot and taught me how to be like a non psycho human being. Is that true? Like you, the, is that where you got some of like your your ability to assimilate, live in the world, not absolutely. not freak people out? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, with those classes, and then yeah, finding out I don't need to do as much on stage, and um, yeah, how, how to be comfortable in a moment where you don't get a laugh, and it's like, oh, this will lead to something, eventually. Because I would I would secretly watch Conan growing up, because we weren't allowed to watch TV, so I would just take my homeschool tapes, and I would record over those. Um, late I, night. I read that on your wiki just to my brothers used to leave heterosexual porn out for me because they knew that I was going to be gay and I would yeah. what how and this I damn you and so you know these were damn all of you and so, uh, what tipped them off <laughs> so you know how like VHS tapes had that thing that like that tag that you could rip off yep. and if you rip that off it, you couldn't tape over it but all you had to do was put scotch tape over that tag and you could go back to recording on it and so my brothers would leave out straight porn for me to jack off to one Full of dicks, <laughs> right? right? Just teeming your with eyes. dicks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? L- lousy, riddled with cock, and uh, now oh, for me. But uh, I would then tape over it with Gem and the Holograms. Oh, a cartoon 
by Sunbow Productions, which was just the most gay-making thing. It was from the makers of G.I. Joe. It was like action-packed okay. faggotry. Mm. Uh, and then, and then like with a female wow. rock band. And then your brothers would jack off to Jem. To Jem and the Hog. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Because they took the tape back yes. and they're like, oh, all right, Early whatever. Anime Did you ever get fetish? caught? Uh, oh, they were like, they were, they were never allowed to talk to me about it because them even having the porn was, you know, it was contraband. Yeah. So it, they could never bring it up. But I knew that if I like, you know, snuck went, into my brother's room, I could get that episode of Jim. Well, once you see that, it is impossible to go back to the drawings. It's, Your brain's so, exposed to it. Does like, porn ruin us? Yeah. Yes, of course, absolutely. Completely. I remember Raph, what time, do you think? Does porn ruin us? Uh, I'm going to say it's a very good question. Um, certainly do watch a lot of porn. So. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember? Also in the head, so. <laughs> Why, why, why I was making yeah. this actually? It's like gave me the idea for the glaze. Um, yeah, it pairs yeah. really well with the citrus, and, you I, I, and then you fold it. Very good. Very so, good. But know, do you know how like um, it used to be able like you could get off to something on Instagram? It was like a photo, and then uh, and then you watch enough extreme Fair. porn, and it's like, well, now I can't go back, even though I could yeah. basically see everything. I mean, something uh, something I was telling my friend. Uh, earlier today is like basically the more tired that I am, the more fucked up the porn is. Yeah. Because then it's like I don't have time to really like take my time. Like oh, right. Is, oh, that's very real. This is very special. no no time is a real thing. You know? Yeah, you can't build yeah. up to it. It just yeah. you have to which, go which right a, to violence. Which, which is a crazy thought. You know? <laughs> it's a crazy it's like, thought, but it is like, like yeah. I don't want to hurt people, but it, you know it's like no. <laughs> I'm also not going to reveal how fucked it is, but right. We can. Oh all no, have you don't have I watched violent porn. I watched a violent porn before I came here. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to. It wasn't like violent. Violent. No one was like punching anyone in the face, but I mean like. You know, we just had to get to the to the business. Rough, right? But what yeah, that's it? so funny. Is like them are jerking off. Like I'm late, and like just get yeah, it I'm out. Late. Yeah, right. No, it's no, not no. this enjoyable. Exactly. Thing. Who's that guy that jerked off online? He works for. Uh, uh, he was in a Zoom meeting and there was oh, like the a it was like a ten minute oh, break. Uh, so Tubin. He just Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? No, his name is oh, yeah. Tubin. Yeah. His name couldn't be Tubin. I know, isn't that like the jerk oh, yeah. off <laughs> name? <laughs> it's a sketch <laughs> name of like oh, that's old pervert Tubin. It was like a five minute break and he didn't realize the camera was still on, oh, so he's just sitting there. He pulls it out and they're like, "What are you doing? Can I just offer this to the group? I uh, I took nudes of myself because I've been exercising for two months. So I was like, okay, let's see if this did anything. So I started. So I took a series of nudes and then my iPhone turned that into an album called <laughs> Lunch in the Big Apple, which shade, right? Like just stone cold shade. It's and so then it was good. like, would you like to send this to all of your friends? It I, like I was one thumb, thumb swipe from like having to kill myself. For, if that went out, mm -hmm. if Lunch in the Big Apple went to Ryan, I would have to walk into the ocean. I wouldn't like that wouldn't I, be. I wouldn't be surprised. It could have certainly been a good thing. Like, but I mean, it was good for me to take a pulse, but Jesus right. Christ, I'm not sending it to everyone. It wasn't like artfully done. It was like, blah, in front of a full-length mirror. I think it's you, though. Right. I think if it was like Pete Lee, be like, what the fuck? But you, it's like, it's on brand. <laughs> there was a, a singer in a band who accidentally, she took like a, a topless photo and tweeted it out. What band? Uh, Paramore. Oh, the Paramore oh, girl. Yeah. She was like, and then she just was like, oops, ha. Well, I mean, nudes get That's out. That's what I mean of like everything, if you're ever nude. Uh, any device. Oh, no, not again. Son no. of a fucking bitch. This so, yeah. last year when I did that movie, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, there's a dick scene. It's like, okay, you're just saying that anyone in the world can see your dick now. For, in perpetuity, yeah. until, until this thing. First not job making money on it. Not well. He, really? he, he got one Not check. I know, but if you're making a buck <laughs> on it each time, or no. I went to a you, warehouse in Van Nuevo? Nuys. Uh, yes, 
Yeah, you get okay. a you get a, uh, a nudity it? bump. Yeah. What's the nudity Wonderful. bump? Twenty three hundred. It's not okay. much. Okay. No, that's very. Not much. Let me tell you something. This is, this it is depends tea. on the movie. This if I was doing Marvel and you're like, yeah, we're gonna see Iron Man's dick pop out, then sure, it would be more. <laughs> right, right. But like a SAG minimum. A lot the, of children the are watching movie, Iron Man. This is a low budget movie. Yeah. Or like, uh, I like four million dollars. Meeting to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what's what's, it worth? what's uh, what's oh, a I mean, it's so official. This is the one I got sent to me. Now that I have to sign. Uh, the nudity. Okay. May I? I would love to. All right, Schedule A, see attached script pages. Okay, episode 107, scene two, scene description. Uh, I'm not going to say the names. They finish watching a movie. Uh, uh, Michael's sweatpants fail, revealing genitals. Right? Please note storytelling will be achieved using rear nudity only in co-star's reaction as pants fall. No frontal nudity will be shown. Actor will be provided with appropriate modesty garments and closed set Mm -hmm. protocols will be adhered to. Nudity description. Scene two. Full rear nudity, rear buttocks, including side of thigh and waist. For absence of doubt, no below the waist frontal nudity or genitals will be shown. It's very explicit. Do you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like so matter of fact. It's so angles, now, it's anatomy. And it's, when we do a sex scene, it the, uh, all the language is in that legal language. Wow. That it is the least hot thing you ever do. Yeah. Even if you had a thing of like, I like fucking math. Well, and, and, and I imagine that there are people who are like, there are nudity, now there are like nudity coaches, yes. like, uh, uh, um, yes, like uh, comfort nudity co- coordinator. coordinators yeah. who like are on set vigilant to make sure that no, no yes. bullshit goes how do down. You, how do you tell your friends that that's your job? That oh, is ludicrous. Right? I don't know. How do you I tell your children that's your job? I think he's. T- I think he's telling them a now. nudity coordinator. Oh. <laughs> I'm a yeah. nudity coordinator. No, no, no. no, I'm not that. But I, would do I that. just, yeah, I, I do would it. absolutely no, do that. Right. Yeah, I'd be like, I have to smell this. <laughs> I have to smell this to make sure that everyone. Right. Right. I would. I have wow. to smell your dick. Right. I, I mean, there's so to. much more safety around it now that you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Because you have to with the internet. Well, but and once in the upon 70s, a time, it was just like, yeah, this is just it's going to play in theaters for three months. Wonderful thing. You know that Hollywood used to have its own police force, and that like, like. You know, in like old timey movies, there would be like big dance scenes with like yeah. I don't know, like sixty girls. Like invariably, those were fourteen year old girls who would go missing. And Hollywood's like <laughs> private police force would then like go to the parents and be like, "Oh, your daughter got caught up in whoring. Like it's best for your family's reputation if you just act like she disappeared." And like they would be raped and murdered and disappeared. And they were under a. And this is the history of of film in America. Really, the fuck it. And they would make him dance, or that was separate. They were the, saying- ah! That would, no, they, <laughs> they would do the I'm they would do the dance number. Dance. They would do the dance number, yeah. and then they wouldn't go home. Moses supposes supposedly <laughs> big ending. Yeah! They would do that big and then, ending, and then it's big like, finish. hey, the producer saw you, and he wants to see you in his office for a three picture deal. Let's all right. We're having a celebration. Yakety yak. Go be nice to the guys. And then Holy okay, shit. yeah. And then she's dead. And then they're gone. And the wow. parents are like basically told like if you don't sort of disavow yourself from your daughter, then you you'll be visited by shame. Right, because it was her thing. Oh, because man. it was her. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh, man. History of Hollywood. It's fucked up. Even wow. where I live, or used to live, I live out here now, but um, there's like, uh, there's holes in the ground for, uh, I live in Beechwood Canyon, which is the, the hill that the Hollywood sign's on. Okay. It's like living in Times Square. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> there's like tour buses going there all the time. And at the bottom, there's these holes in the ground where gates used to be, because uh, as early as the 40s, when, when people were... Um, uh, anyone that was a color, person of color that was not a white person would have to go below those gates because they were had worked in the houses. They would be like a live-in maid or 
uh, I don't think it was like slaves, but uh, it was like any any worker that was not a white person. Underpaid domestic. After <laughs> after the sun goes down and these these like four streets in Hollywood, it's like where Mulaney's house is. You'd have to go uh, below these gates. Wild. Yeah. And it's just the, the history of this country is a fucking zoo. So, well, it sounds like you were doing well in L.A., right? Uh, it yeah. caught, right? Yeah, until the trial. Well, you're yeah. in love. What do you mean? The, ah! No, it's a trial. Um, no, I was doing great. Yeah. So why are you but, here? Why uh, you I, we here? shot the pilot in uh, Los Angeles, and then the the, the, the pilot main, for the show that you're currently yeah. shooting, and then the main actor do. on that um, lives out here, and uh, they wanted to shoot it out here, so we have to go. <laughs> so after I had signed the contract, uh, I found out I was moving here. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. how long are you here for? But I didn't fight it because we're it's very like, lucky to have I you. I just put out a special. Um, I've been developing a lot of bad habits in stand up in LA. And sure. I, I like to work. LA rewards you for just like you're performing so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. And New York is like get to the fucking joke. Let's yeah. go. I'm a coked up finance bro. Let's fucking go. It's true though. And that's what I need more of. Um, so I didn't fight it. I was like, yeah, this is a great chance to work and get and get better at this thing i really love yeah were you uh were you dating anyone in la did you leave in uh, yes and that's been the hardest part that this person yeah and you spend the lockdown with someone um shit it's like when people got a dog in the lockdown you spend all this time this i've been told i should not compare her to a dog <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no it's fine no people you can't we can't downplay the value of dogs in our lives yeah. when, you, when you love your dog no, it's true. you i mean are you kidding me you I go through like, this like two-year period where you get really close you spend nothing but time together and there's like yeah the world's burning around you and you get closer close and then uh, leading up to the HBO special, I was on the road a lot in very unsafe conditions. So I was like, I'll promise you as soon as this special's out, we're going to spend a bunch of time together. And then I uh, got this job. So it's taken uh, yeah, why not a move? Why not hit. move her? I'm assuming it's a her, not she's, to be a uh, yeah, she's a She's a uh, working director. She's got a better job than me. Okay, so great. She's, she can't just uproot her life. She's not like some 22-year-old Lower East Side. How many days like, off do you get a week? New York. Are you one of those people who would hop on a plane and go say hi-hi? Kind of, too, but then there's shows all night. You could do eight shows Oh, no. This is the Don't, yeah. this yeah. is the classic pull of comedians of like, am I cheating on comedy with yeah. the person I'm dating? I literally, like, if I, I'm spending too much time with the girl I'm dating, I'm not following my how did I just how tell do you I though? enjoy myself in Tulum when I know like there's a great show happening Ryan I just asked it. me what I'm doing this weekend and I was like I'm no longer doing Fridays and Saturdays because those are the only nights that my husband has off and I have oh. to do, I have to give that to my husband and I don't give a fuck about like a weekend show what so I'm gonna so I do stand up for amateur drinkers I don't think so right I have burned some <laughs> interesting relationships to the ground really? over stand up yeah well I mean when I, I started in New York so the only way to get good was to, to outwork the, the pros, the best. So I, did, I think I did two streaks. I had five years on stage every night, and then I had seven and a half years every stage on that. Wow. What did you Shit. tell? What did you tell her? Like when she would push back, like, "Hey, we need some time together. We need to schedule." Because I, I, I thought I had take to figure this it out. Right now. Well, I had dated a girl who was not okay with it, and we broke up. And the very next girl we dated, the first date, we went to dinner, and immediately I was like, "Yo, I have a show in ten minutes, and that's my life." That's where I'm going. You can wow. come with me, but I want you to understand what it is from day one. Which is very cool at the beginning. I was like, that's oh, they, very, they, all that first, like, oh, they all go like, I'm I love that you out love of my your job. Right the first 10 years, <laughs> the first decade was 100% yeah. like that. All yeah, the things, all the things that are hot at the beginning are long-term enders. So it's yeah. like, oh, he's very outgoing. He's, he's charismatic, right? Oh, he's very career-driven. Mm -hmm. That's very hot when you first meet someone, and then you're five years in, and it's like, whoa. What about us? How about being a human being? 
They don't, they don't uh, take it so well when you're like, hey, I can't go to your sister's wedding. I got a spot at Chibas. Yeah. There <laughs> <laughs> are three monkeys. They're going to yell at these four Shout drunk people on a pallet, that, on a wooden pallet. <laughs> so what did you, uh, wooden in, in the long run, are you like, I'm happy I did that? Or is there a part of you that still misses? Because I'm trying to take you for no, uh, direct fall. advice right well, now. Well, look, there were, there were other problems, obviously, within the relationship. And when it happened, when the breakup happened, I was really kind of devastated. Like, I kind of lost it to the point where I was like, I should quit everything and just marry mm-hmm. her. Like, that's how insane I was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had, a, I had a step back from that. And uh, she Well, it's ma- imbalanced. The, the quitting everything to do it is, that's the other extreme. That's the other disaster. Right. I literally was like, okay, I need to, ha- I need to be able to have, not even have it. I need to be able to be, I need to be available to have dinner with this hooker two nights a well, week. Well, look, I, my decision, <laughs> right. that, I didn't do that, obviously. But yeah. like, in retrospect, she married the next guy. And I mean- I, it went. It was disastrous. I don't know. She's still calling me. So, oh shit, yeah. Right. Why? And she's still but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know her well enough to know that had I married her, she would have been calling some other guy. That's just her pattern. Like it doesn't. Okay. I don't think the people. So she matter. wasn't the one. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Okay, clearly. What comedy's uh, the what one? He ah! Yeah, <laughs> comedy's the one. That's terrifying. I know. It was exciting. Like we're so competitive and we work so hard that when you said I take Fridays and Saturdays off, my first thought was like, oh, one more slot for me. Yeah, and it is. It is one more slot for you, and that. That, that is exciting. And by the way, it's impossible to get a cab here at three in the morning on a yeah. fucking Friday or Saturday. So I got a motorcycle, baby. Oh, dip. No, but like that is uh, that is that is a reality. But it's like if we all just kind of the same way that you would trust when you don't get a laugh, if you mm-hmm. can trust in the process of like, you know, a little bit of of building a little bit of life into it, because that's yeah. the other thing is that I've I found that building life in gave me something to talk about it gave me right. a little bit more to to be uh conversational about on yeah. stage that wasn't just material 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 you have a day off to go to I'm governor's island and see what's there and then come back and not be like i have person. to go yeah. yeah and do the same thing about and yeah. you start doing material about comedy where it's like i was told this thing after a show Probably my eighth and ninth year were just like me going up and doing like set right you know what i mean like the set box Right. What, you, what about being a chef? Is it tough to date in that? Uh, yeah, that's no, a nighttime gonna, thing. I was going to get into that. So it's we have just like the opposite schedule. So if you're not dating someone that's like either a chef or like a bartender or like works in the industry, it's just it's not possible. And I mean, it's the same thing as comedy. Are you dating where, someone? No. Okay. And it's it's like the same thing as comedy, where specifically in this city. You just want to be better and work harder than everybody else, yeah. especially first couple of years. You know, yeah. like you just need to have an edge. Uh-huh. So it's not like that in in the West Coast. Like it's not, not at like all. that at all. It's super chill. I did not understand that. I yeah, get um, very uncomfortable there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like for us, somebody that really wants to make it, like you know, they're coming in at ten in the morning, they're leaving at two and you know two a.m. Usually going to the bar after, so you don't really have time for anybody else. And, you know, you can't really do, like, holidays. You can't really, like, you know. Yeah. I can't really promise you a weekend either. A lot of our stuff is, like, last minute. Right. Can you do yeah, this? yeah, for sure. Like, and, like, like you were yeah. Monday. It's like, well, I can't, I can't fly back. It's like at a moment notice. Monday, can you come do this thing that you care about? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and it's true. And when you try to make boundaries, usually the industry punishes you. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the one yeah. time you take off. Yeah, you're like, hey, can I have the weekend off? It's like have the whole fucking week. Right. <laughs> and then the time where you're like, I got nothing to do, then yeah, yeah. they also have nothing for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the same thing, too. It's like if you're taking time off, if you're, you know, like calling out sick, you know, like specifically in New York, like yeah. someone will just be like, fuck you, I'm going to take your job. Yeah, someone so, someone who will bleed for it will. Exactly. Is, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so same question for him in, in retrospect, being on the other side of it. Um, is there anyone that's like, oh, I kind of wish I would not have spent so much time doing this because I miss that person? Or is it just like, oh, in the long run, I, um, I'm glad I'm following this? I mean, I really love what I do. Like it's, it's almost like a religion, yeah. you know, like I, every time I, you're very yeah, good at it. Thank you. And you this know, it's, good. it's like when I'm not cooking, I'm thinking about food. I'm like researching food. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I like cannot get away from. And you know, when I go on vacation, I just like, I'm like, fuck this. I want to go back to the kitchen. Yeah. So I <laughs> mean, it's, it's, you know, I've put in, put in like eight years now. Um, I, I was going to wait till later, but we are in the process of opening um on my first spot so finally you know that is big. Um, that's huge and yeah i mean it's the start of the end of my life basically yeah so it's gonna be like another couple of years of not sleeping and you know i mean i mean it's fine you know oh yeah that's the most that's brutal great. first two years is trying yeah. to start a restaurant in yeah. new york Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And if but, you need something yeah. that's like they make reality shows about this, right? But Lusty. I mean, but I mean, it's you know, I'm like, I'm like really lucky in the sense. I don't know what that means, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's something very dirty and, and really, very funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 great because I have a team of you know like basically all my closest friends that you know I've like picked up over the years, and it's just like really amazing to. To like put them in the spot where they can do what they want, you know, and like they can get paid very well, and you know they're not going to work for some fucking asshole that's like you're going to do my menu and that's it. Do you not so. want to lose this person in Los Angeles? Yeah, it's a. I Whoa. don't. I definitely don't, and I want to feel okay about that, and I want to feel also have my cake eat it too. I want to feel okay about you have to doing fly. You have to I fly love. her here, and you have to fly over there. Yeah. And even that's if, the argument. Is and even if it's I like can't a, just drop my life for you, everything does work around your schedule. No, it's so like me, a, by me flying out to New York. I don't care where you put me up and this romantic weekend we had. It's still on your time. It's on your schedule. Yeah, she's, she's a couple really years older than me. She's, um, you know, uh, very intelligent. She's ready. Ready, to, yeah, to build absolutely. a life. Absolutely. Has her own life, too. She's not someone that, like, you know, those girlfriends that just exist for you. Oh, she that's the worst. Full mm. life. I, there's nothing more I hate than that. No, it's that's very important that, like, a person who has a life is with someone of who course, has a life. Yeah, Otherwise, that person, the resentment. I, I, right. And, I so agree with I'm that, Mayron. Dumper. Yeah. Dump her. No. Cut her loose. That is poison. Not what I'm poison. She's gonna ruin your career. Oh my god. I mean, I love her so much. <laughs> All this would be easier if I didn't actually like at its but core. Why like, not, really love why this not fly her out oh, here god, for a weekend? Be the first person on the, the pod to cry. You, uh, cry, yeah. cry, 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 cry. <laughs> two two weekends a month. Yeah. One of you goes here, one of you goes there. Is that yeah. really enough? Once a month, a person like, flies. Like, can you can, yeah. you can you really date somebody and like truly that's what she's love saying. them? Like for two weekends a month. Don't, you, don't like, talk to her. You're no, going to hold her. During that's exactly the period, what she's during the period of a project, that's exactly that is, what she's saying. You no, know, but during I mean, a project, right. that is normal. I mean, it's only four days, dude. Like four out of thirty right. ish days. Like you know, if, right? If during, I'm with somebody, I want to be with them every day. You know, but you're so you're, you're talking about a restaurant that's like resident, and you're going to have to like pour yourself into like a baby. In yeah. perpetuity, yeah. Our, ours is a bit of a gig economy, right? right. So he has he is he's on a sitcom. He yeah. is tape. He is filming a sitcom during that period. He's fine. Yeah, he's got. He's got during some that flow. period, there's some sense of like, okay, well, we're just not shooting these days, and usually, and like unions and stuff will like yeah. assure that there is some downtime. Right. So 
And and it is understood that he also wants to get into stand-up more in New York. So there is like a building thing, but I think if you just carve out a little boundary, yeah, a little boundary, get her over here once a month, get over there once a month, rub noses, make it feel nice, that's nice. like, but you have to build it in. Okay. It's not something that's just going to accidentally happen. No. It is like, something that you build. Even though it doesn't sound romantic, you're like, yes, on, on the 10th, on June 10th, you're coming Do you have an here. assistant? No. Okay. Not fancy. Yeah, enough. well, then I definitely do should. Do that. But like, you have money. to build it in. Like, you look at your schedule, you're like, okay, this and this. And then you ask her if she's available on particular days, and then you line that up. Yeah. And you book the ticket. So it's the kind of thing where you right. just have to get up and go to the fucking airport. It's, it's doing the sitcom, it's working on the next yeah. special, and it's also, yes, trying to... Do stand up. Massage and, a relationship. Well, yeah, and, and then I'm starting my own religion. So that. I was going to say, let me guess, no name yet. <laughs> no name, no name. It's way better. It's called Earthquake, right? Now. I've heard that's already taken. He's the best. He's so All right, funny. so let's plug some stuff and get him out of here. He's got a full day ahead of him. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Variety's yeah. comics to watch, baby. Yeah, so, I mean, there is. There, there's the restaurants to look out for. I mean, it takes a shit, shit ton of time to open a restaurant. Um, but as far as events that are open to the public, um, there are a bunch this month, but most of them are closed. Uh, if you want to come to an event open to the public, it's on the 15th. It is with uh, uh, two different brands. Uh, it's, called, it's, it's called Ithaca Hummus. And then, and then I also, know them. yeah, yeah. And then also Grillo's Pickles. Um, it's at Schaller and Weber, and we are doing like a nationwide release of a collaboration for them. So yeah, uh, you know you can you can like taste the food after the first to first part of the press release. Also, totally forgot <laughs> on the twenty fourth there is a collaboration with this rapper named Kosher Dills. The, you're making me insane. There's no way there's a rapper named Kosher Dills. Dude, he's really good. Is he Jewish? Uh, of course. He's a he's a white Jewish guy named Kosher Dills. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he fucking he went to NYU. He's very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean he he like guilted me into you know I was he guilted you. Yeah. That's no, listen. I was, I was doing I was doing fried pickles for him, which is really easy. And then we were texting the other day, and he's like, "Can you do challah bread too?" And I was like, "All right, I'm Jewish. I'll do it, asshole." Uh, but yeah, so that's on the 24th. It's at Cellar Dog, right around the corner. Um, yeah, I mean, it's we're just going to sell food. It's free to go in there if you're good at pool. Have like fun. your Instagram. Yeah, uh, at Chef Raff NYC. And whenever something comes up, it's always posted on there. And yeah. Way to go, Raff. You're going to succeed. Thank you for today's delicious food. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, if we don't start that cult. Yeah. No, we will. I'm kind of we'll on have the very good food. I think food is a good way this. in. There's a California cult that kind of started at a diner, and food was kind yes, of all in. And yes. What was it? The something salad? The, the yeah, It was like some hippie restaurant. It was all vegan yeah, stuff, but the yeah. food was actually good. It was yeah. the first time vegan food was good. Um, so, I mean, that'd be a great way to recruit people. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Mayron? Plug some. Uh, I, um, I'm, I'm just sexually availing myself to the, to the city. Uh, it's... I honestly, what, what is going on? I'm, I'm at the cellar. I work here. I do this show. Your Instagram? My Instagram is at the Mehran, I get. But I don't use it. I don't do social media. I'm literally, you know, I married well. I don't have to do any of this. <laughs> so smart in 2022. <laughs> that, is, that is beautiful. John? Uh, Chite Show on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I'm working on that. I'm working at the cellar. If you see me hanging outside, say hi. Yay! 
Uh, but, um, I think the main thing I care about is the first thing I ever directed, wrote, I physically built the set. Uh, and obviously it's me performing it, but it's my uh, HBO Max special called Trash White. And uh, put everything into that. So if people watch that, that I'm going to watch that most. tonight. I love you. That'd be great. Yeah, dude, I'm going to watch that for sure. And then that's that, awesome. That uh, that special leaves on a cliffhanger where I just start to get into the cult stuff, and uh, that's what I'm out here essentially working on. And on the 14th, if this is out by then, at Union Hall, I'm running a rough version of part two of that HBO special. Brilliant. It's a great way to guilt them into another special is to purposely leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> So at Union Hall at 10 p.m., I'm going to run a very rough, rough version about all the cult stuff, part two of the HBO thing. Wonderful. Awesome, yeah. you've been a great awesome, guest, man. You've been this, a great guest, Moses. You can find us I adore at him. The Cheat Day Show. Uh, we also have a Patreon if you want to help us pay for some of this food. The Cheat Day Show. We also have uh, a website. And you can find me on Instagram at rrcomedy. And, uh, of course, on YouTube, you can catch all the video. All right, guys, cheat well. Talk to you later. Later. Yeah. Cheat well. Listen to you. Yeah, that's a good Cheat well. That was, like, so like a jingle. Here I am phoning it in. Thanks for listening to the Cheat Day Show podcast. To learn more about our show, the hosts, the comedians, our guests, our chefs, and more, visit our website, thecheatdayshow.com. Also, follow along with us on our social media, at The Cheat Day Show, on Instagram and Twitter. Future episodes can be found in all the places you get your favorite podcast. Our show is also sponsored by the world-famous Comedy Cellar on McDougal Street in New York City's Greenwich Village. Visit ComedyCellar.com for show lineups happening seven days a week. Later, cheaters.